Alice Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. What a what? Your throat okay? <laughs> I hope sometimes I'm be like, I feel like that is coming across way differently without the visual aspect. <laughs> like, I can't imagine what people think you're doing. <laughs> Change, you know, it varies. I try to switch it up, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, oh wait, like, so Katie's choking on air. <laughs> oh, you were talking about that part, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see the, the confusion that might cause, <laughs> but you know what? We move right. But by the 101st time, y'all should be like, Oh, she just doing her thing. I think we were quite normal. I think we we're kind of normal at the live show. I don't think we did anything. We, we weren't wilding on the live show yeah because i had to settle into that i was nervous at first i can't remember if i was nervous or not i mean i'm gonna be i'm gonna be nervous about everything so i know there was like but there is levels I, yeah i wasn't like performance nervous oh girl i'd rather do anything to play that viola <laughs> <laughs> like is this only so nervous i could so yeah so nervous i could be when that bass is sitting at home so like I'm like honestly, as bad as it sounds, as long as that viola's not with me, I'm it's already going to go better than it can. Like I just this is such a confidence in knowing that I can absolutely control the outcome of this. Because when when good sis tag along <laughs> all of a sudden D major sound I'm like K minor, you never know. Okay, what not K. Okay, my D major. This sounded like the worst thing you've ever heard. Yeah, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> I don't want to do, do this anymore. <laughs> well, news this week is actually news two weeks ago because we have um, been out, but that don't mean you're not going to hear the same stuff over and over again. So, um, yeah, I'm not skipping everything that happened in the last two weeks. We're just going to catch up the way we do. So, oh, <laughs> oh, I was just when I was thinking that God really had mercy on y'all when we was on the mics with all the junk that went down. A lot of in stuff general. Yeah, because I feel like we were on the mics, we've been wilding. I feel like that was that was divine ordering. One of the craziest and most ridiculous, rather, things that happened is actually not on this episode because I wanted to ask you had you read it because. It would just be better if you had so that's why i didn't put it on this episode but <clears throat> do i know about it that white man talking about how equity is oppressive to white people. girl <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there probably next week um because i don't want to do this <laughs> and also because i was like that could really be a topic but we'll see we'll see how it plays out what we do it's like do we really give a whole topic to white people who continue yeah. to have the audacity yeah that's why i was like mm, but i just want to, to connect well, we talk to on that <laughs> we can we could talk it through but um yeah so news this week um and this is this happened just about like right at the time that we stopped recording but um in late september the national negro opera company house in pittsburgh was named one of the national trust for historic preservation's 11 most endangered places i know y'all probably thought i was going somewhere positive with that um but it was named one of the 11 most endangered places like in the country um it was the first black opera company in the united states 
Um, so I'm gonna give a little bit of background on uh, the building itself. Um, so the house was built in 1894, but it became the the home of the Opera Company in 1941 when uh, a woman by the name of Mary Cardwell Dawson founded the company um, in order to train uh, black singers and uh, put on performances of black opera um, singers in Pittsburgh, New York, Chicago, and Washington D.C. So they operated for around 20 years. They disbanded um, in 1962 when the founder uh, passed away. After that, the house, it became abandoned. It was burglarized because it was like, of course, it was an opera house. It was, you know, um, like very like beautiful. It had a ballroom and everything. And so Mm -hmm. some people like stripped all the stuff on the inside. And it was, yeah, I was like, y'all just so dusty. Y'all just... Some of y'all gonna suffer. <laughs> I don't think y'all realize it. Like, come on. The first black opera house, well, y'all don't be caring, so um yeah, so it was stripped on the inside, um, after after they disbanded. In nineteen ninety four though, it um was designated as a historic structure and then in two thousand eight it was actually uh designated a landmark in uh Pittsburgh. Um, but now, um 12 years later, the Young Preservationist Association of Pittsburgh is currently uh, spearheading some efforts to preserve the house. Um, part of those efforts was getting it on that list, that they, um, which they lobbied to do. They lobbied to get it on the most endangered places list to raise the profile, because that doesn't actually come with any money, them being on that list, but it does um, kind of put it into the public eye so that people can um, support uh, the efforts to restore it. So I'm going to link... Uh, the articles and you can learn how you can uh, contribute to this cause and also there's like a video on like the history of the founder and all that so you can you know get involved help them out history we love to see it not 2008 what it took all that time to recognize it girl I mean I want to be surprised by some of this stuff I really want to um Okay, well, you know me, good news last. Um, So this came out a couple weeks ago, too. Um, So the Inner City Youth Orchestra of Los Angeles, y'all know. Oh, I forgot you were a movie star. That doesn't make any sense in in this. Not at all. So. Anyway, the Inner City Youth Orchestra of Los Angeles angeles is um getting a movie done about them so disney's live action team is in the early development process um or stage rather um of developing a a movie for disney plus about the orchestra and its founder and artistic director charles dickinson iii love him mr dickinson i definitely owe him a phone call but you know it's a pandemic we're trying um so the studio picked up picked up the movie um as a pitch from the writer bobby smith jr um he's also going to be the writer and executive producer of the project um and then longtime disney production executive and producer brigham taylor um is producing uh, via his uh, film production company he's worked on a ton of very famous projects uh, for disney like the jungle book lady and the tramp pirates of the caribbean series or series whatever they do they got a bunch of movies um and the chronicles of narnia um and i wonder i think he worked on the original yeah because it's live action so he worked on the original um wait a minute oh no 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 the live action jungle book that one was good did you see that 
No, I will start. Like, I kind of like lost interest. Like, every movie was live action. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I kind of got lost, lost in the shuffle of that. That's the only, that's, I think that's the only one I actually saw, and it was really good. No, you saw Lion King. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see the Lion King. What was the one before the, what was it, Aladdin? Aladdin was good. Oh, I see. I had no interest. No, Aladdin was no. Aladdin was dumb good. Oh, I forgot. Let me not say that on the mics, but I still need to see Mulan. I'm just gonna say. Um, um, yeah. And then I, I totally forgot about the Lion King because I wasn't. Even, I don't know why. Um, and that was like luxury experience, right? Oh, I mean, I guess yeah, because I kind of just like showed up, you know. But for like the yeah. Jungle Book. And I've also seen the live action Jungle Book more than once, which is very rare for me with a movie that mm-hmm. I will watch it more than once. So, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, do you not like movies or you don't like TV shows? You don't like movies. Okay, so I know you don't like movies like that, but Aladdin is like, okay, fix your face. <laughs> it's so, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's so, like, okay, first of all, I do have a bias. I love musicals, but it's not a musical, it's a Disney movie, but like it's just will smith does a good job the leads do a good job it looks good i'm sure you're not watching it but you know what <laughs> if you not. listen if you're listening to it watch <laughs> you have to see the money even watching but yeah y'all should if you haven't seen the line because i mean like, what's called aladdin see you don't even remember her. see you weren't okay. that good, y'all. no I'm just okay shut up <laughs> but i saw it twice and that's a huge deal for me because i never watch a movie twice because i already know what's gonna happen Okay, not never. I do have favorite movies, but I ain't gonna say them out here because I, I don't need to be judged. But I do have what favorite movies. Okay. Oh, come on, well, Fifty Shades of Grey. Have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? No, I haven't. I have. It's boring. Ain't <laughs> nothing. Don't nothing happen. They showed it in a movie theater, a regular movie theater, so it can't be that bad. I mean, that's true. I mean, I, I didn't see it in the movies. I probably watched. Never mind. <laughs> okay like for example one of my one oh wait let me see what what's a favorite movie that i wouldn't be embarrassed not even embarrassed why but like because like i like i have a lot of nostalgia movies like every christmas yeah. i'm gonna watch eloise at christmas time you know that the little white girl that lived in the hotel no <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the farthest thing away from my life <laughs> That movie is so good. I just it just makes me think of Christmas. I really like that's one of my favorite movies. I watch it every Christmas. Like every Christmas I watch that movie. I mean, I or got like on the, here or on my Instagram talking about how much I love Twilight and I stand by that. I'm not I'm not saying there are good movies. I'm saying there's yeah, a lot of nostalgia attached to it. I refuse mm-hmm. to I am invested. <laughs> like Or like Annie. Annie's one of my favorite movies, period. Annie? Uh, I mean, it, it's just been—it's it been so long since I've seen Annie. Also, you don't like mu- you don't like singing, so I feel well, like musicals. You I mean, I don't—I don't like singing in that like you know people just singing in front of you. You know, mm-hmm. like if it's like a musical, like I've been to, I've been I've seen musicals. I've seen Wicked. I've seen Hairspray. Mm. I've seen The Lion King. So the Lion King musical is freaking good. Mm-hmm. You know what's real good? I know it sounds overhyped, but man, Hamilton. Not a giant. I didn't think I was gonna like it. I have Hamilton. no idea what Hamilton's about. <laughs> um, it's black people playing uh white people. So it's about Alexander Hamilton. I mean, I know that much, but like yeah. I don't know like what yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about, about his about. life and stuff, about how he wrote basically all the stuff that Donald Trump don't read. And then um Dang, I and then why he it's got, so good then. 
because <laughs> he he ain't read it, and then um and then he know about his death and stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wicked is great. Was but I feel like oh that was Phantom of the Opera. We, orchestra went to and my orchestra went to NYC like when I was a senior. When I was a senior, I fell asleep at the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Nikki still dragged me for that. But listen, you I don't think people understand orchestra trips. Literally. <laughs> People don't understand orchestra trips. You literally go from dawn till dusk. Like they pack every second of every day. See the rehearsal for some random performance, right? Like it's just like dawn orchestra, like rehearsals, a tour. Like you do all this stuff in one day, and you want me to go sit in the dark yeah, for two and a half hours? Teenagers idle. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and that's another thing. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. And that's another thing that I realized when I was older is like that you have to schedule stuff. You can't just be like, "All right, meet us back here in four hours." (laughs) (laughs) Right now, you calling the station? So we'd like to report forty-seven missing persons. Right, Uh, half of them, (laughs) half of them in Jersey. How you like? (laughs) Now you, you at the thing uh, at the harbor. You see they. they waving on the they on the ferry on their way to the other side. Right. Three of them three of them with pool noodles in the in the harbor. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I cannot go back to public school. Jesus no. Wow. That sounds terrible. You know what? If you are an orchestra director, listen to this and you take your kids on trips, God bless you. Or band, you know band love a trip. <laughs> band love Disney World. They love that junk. They love them a Disney World trip. God bless you, cause I'm not taking nobody's children nowhere. <laughs> I went up the street one time. I did a field trip with my seventh, eighth grade orchestra. I had fifty kids on a bus up the street to the high school. Girl, <laughs> my anxiety was through the roof. I'm like, one of y'all put your yeah. hand in the bus. Like it was too much. <laughs> yes, too much. I hate being responsible for people's kids like yeah. away from home. That's really scary. Oh, you, they did, also, you did a lot of that work. Yeah, and, and it's also because the kids they don't realize the magnitude of that. I'm like, do you understand? Like, right. they you know they're just willy nilly. Oh, we doing whatever. Like, and it's mm-hmm. just like if you realize if something happens to you, I'm going to be resp- like somebody's gonna have to tell your parents that you're not coming home. And what, what, a, what a phone call! Like I'm like, do you, no. I remember I sh- they took these kids to what was it? They took them to the Griffith Observatory. I've I've lived in LA my whole life. I've never been there. That's nowhere near where I live. Right. So like, oh yeah, we, we, it, it was we literally packed like sardines in there. Literally packed. I lost all my kids in like a second. But the only way I I couldn't is if I was we were all holding hands right like it was literally like literally packed like sardines mm-hmm. and then i was just like and you'd be hoping for the best yeah and it's like three four stories like i, I can't possibly and yeah, i have like giant is big. i had 10 kids too i was the one with the most kids i had two, 10 kids one of them didn't speak english like Father it was us. it was a whole situation one kid almost got hit by a bus not one of mine but because I mean, that I whole believe east it. coast thing like we don't jaywalk over here so mm. like and it was like a city bus like actually honking at him <gasps> because he tried to uh, go across the street real quick when it's like a second left. I'm like, you cannot do that here. And they won't stop. Like, I'm like, you are so, so lucky. Like, actually. Imagine having to call his parents. Exactly. If that wasn't a city bus, you probably wouldn't have got out there alive. Because if it was just a, a person who didn't really, you know, like, people don't follow mm-hmm. traffic rules. City buses usually do. They're not just going, mm-hmm. yeah, let's run this light. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if that was just a car who was like, I think I could make this light. 
and I can guarantee, I bet you, I have a, like, I'm 95% sure his, their parents would have sued you because it's not going to be like, oh, Timmy tried to cross the street. It's going to be like, where were you when Timmy tried to cross the street? Well, Timmy's 16 Tim- and, and grown as hell, so. <laughs> the the dude that I a student taught for, he used to tell his kids, if you die on the ship, I will kill you. Because it's like the, it's like the work that it takes if you do anything, if anything happens to you, the paperwork, the calling home. And there was also, I think he took, he took kids like back in the day when orchestra programs had money, they took, and they were taking kids to France and junk. Oh. He had to, on the first night, cause you know, in France you can do whatever you want, you know, drink and stuff. I remember when we went to France, like the sophomores were getting drunk like the first night and missed, <laughs> missed a trip to the Eiffel Tower cause she was hung over. You're 14. Like, anyway. Y'all need to <laughs> chill, bro. So when he took the kids to, to Paris that one year, I forgot what them kids did. And he, and the parents had a contract saying like, you must, if something, if your kid does some dumb junk, you will be paying for them to come back. And he had to wait at the airport with them kids. At, I'm like, boy. Yeah, when we went to Mexico, I was feeling all light knowing I wasn't responsible for no kids. I bet you were. And like, I bet you the people that was wasn't sleeping. Like in Mexico and then a lot of these kids speak Spanish they're probably like yeah I could just go down the street and it's like it's literally more to it than that because yeah. even when we were in LA like we were we were stationed at the different exits of Grand Central Market because you know these kids we caught so many kids trying to go trying to go do off and do their own thing I'm like you already said you're in downtown LA you don't know nothing about mm-hmm. any, like you don't know anything oh. about where you are wait when we were there this was the, but this was before when I did that two years in 2017 because you were there in 2019 right yeah yeah, yeah so but I did the year. thing my teacher and me was like meet me back here in 10 minutes and it just well, over yeah, the best. but like a lot of people did mm-hmm. that but some of us amongst ourselves was like okay we're gonna sit at the bottom entrance oh, I see we're gonna mean. sit near the top and oh just, actually there was somebody sitting sitting yeah, at the cause um, we told entrance because me and, oh, okay me and sam were the ones sitting at the bottom that time so we told like the people we were like yeah you should mm-hmm. have some people sitting because we caught like six or seven kids trying to leave before and go where <laughs> kids are annoying <laughs> where are you going and also how are you gonna give back i, I feel like the thing you go through, I, like I, wasn't, like, I wasn't that dumb you, i was not that dumb i feel like i had the reasoning to be like okay so we leave and we get a block down and then what exactly all of our what? stuff is at the hotel what you gonna <laughs> like, do you gonna I, get on the metro like, and go where like ridiculous oh my god Ooh, how did we even get here i have no idea but Damn, we're we 18 are. minutes in <laughs> so <laughs> did nothing productive i think we were productive for like three of those minutes <laughs> <clears throat> your kids are a doozy but anyway that's the news looking forward to the movie yeah delane's a movie star period i have nothing to do with the movie i know the orchestra that they're doing it about you were in the orchestra and they're probably gonna need to interview some people for a live action i don't think it's a documentary oh they make they like writing a little story yeah i think so inspired by true Mm -hmm. events i think so oh you better audition girl you're okay I'm gonna be talking cello number three. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, uh, Cake of Rosin number 47. 
First of all, why is so much rosin? It's <laughs> a whole orchestra. So the so what this rock me through your vision for your, for your role. Okay. And what so are the other forty six rosins doing? They're sitting in their cases, just like I am. But if the cases are closed, why do they need you there? They don't. But they just throw me a bone. Okay, period. Get your little coin in. Okay, volunteer only. <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing talking piece cake of rosin number forty seven, then I mean I guess Disney could afford to, so I mean, at the at the very least, which I know they probably not, but at the very least, they should, they should hire some of those kids to play the instruments. Mm-hmm. At the very least, that's cute. So, we, we, what we gotta do? Wait till twenty twenty four? Probably. Why do movies take so long? Like y'all haven't figured out how to speed that up yet. Tyler Perry knocks a movie out every week. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> y'all need to figure right. it out. Slap it <laughs> to catch on them kids. If, I bet you Tyler Perry wrote that script. It'll be out by next Wednesday. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Get get a couple toupees, slap them on them kids. Right. All you need is a lace front and one of them mics a, that come on. A lace front. Them look like those look like um. They got nothing in the front. Okay, your uh-huh. real hair front. <laughs> they look like them um hats. I mean, his wigs be looking bad. I'm, the worst wig I see was the one that that was in uh. Was a diary the man, rose one? The Corn Rose one? Was it like a helmet? I look like a helmet. Yeah, they better uh, contact Tyler Perry Studios if they want it by Friday. <laughs> you had that whole thing. Period. All production. Where you want it to be set. He got all type of stuff down right, there. Right, just put a bald cap on Loretta Levine and she could be Mr. Dickerson. <laughs> He's not even bald, so. Ask some McLean sisters to get to learn how to play the cello by next week. <laughs> And then they're gonna be like, they go Taraji gonna be there. How'd she get on that stage? <laughs> right. I'm sure Medea uh have a role too. The movie be right. Lit. At the orchestra, uh, you know, Medea's first orchestra concert. I would pay real <laughs> USD to see. I, I would too. Girl, play that cello, baby. <laughs> she probably be like, this is boring as hell. <laughs> they don't talk or nothing. <laughs> Medea's first orchestra concert. Yeah, that's that's the content we need. But I mean, I can see how like someone coming into that, like that's how weird that is. I mean, oh, I guess like there do be like a little announcement. Some orchestras be having an announcement, but it's all like learned behavior. Like you just go in and sit down, and you get a show, and then people, the lights come on, people know what to do. Yeah, and the lights know when to clap. Yeah, people wow. looking at you at the side of your at the side of their face because you thought it was over. Yeah, I'll pay money for that. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write Tyler Perry. Period. Go see the Atlanta Symphony. I mean, but at the rate this virus is going, that movie ain't coming out till 2030, yeah. at the earliest. I mean, at the rate this planet is going, let's not do this. <laughs> I mean, it's only fitting. <laughs> there's a, there's a clock. There's a clock counting down till something. You saw that? Oh, oh, yeah, until yeah, until it's irreversible damage. So. Fun, well, fun, this whole fun. country's irreversible damage, so it's fitting. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. So the interruption. Love that for us. Burning to death will be like Venus. Acid rain. Can't wait. Okay. 
So it's time for the intermission. Are you? <laughs> Anyway, yep, the intermission. Oh, 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 oh. What was that? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm over here playing with this lamp because this lamp is like I almost caught a it's like a by diamond. The lamp. It's like a diamond, like it's like. Oh, where you get that lamp from? Target, Marshalls. I got the same one in my apartment in uh <laughs> in Rochester. This is storage. See, but I can never find nothing at Marshalls. But I need a lamp for this little table I got right here. I understand that, especially like home stuff. Marshalls got got the hookup. I might go to Marshalls. I can't ever find anything at Marshalls. Like, ever, ever, ever. That's crazy. I don't own anything from Marshalls. Not one I got so much stuff. This little... We're literally recording the show. (laughs) But I have this... uh, All four of those little paintings. They're like little dogs and stuff. I got like that little ottoman... Not an ottoman, but like that little thing right there. It's like gold legs and a black like cushion. Got these shelves. It's like gold and white shells. I think she, oh yeah, she got these picture frames. Okay, now I'm gonna unplug the interface trying to show you these picture frames. There go us, our classically black sh- shoe. Cute! That's cute! Us that's yelling into the mic that people are gonna be listening to. <laughs> I can't even. Oh yeah, your recital picture. That's cute! Oh my god! Graduation. Yeah. Wait, now, not the shame. I feel that my whole apartment's in boxes. Girl, my mom decorated this room. <laughs> Girl, my um, I need to I need to unpack. My SG row stuff is still in the box. The only thing I took out is my uh, I needed something for me then. Anyway, for the intermission, we're talking about what we did on the break. This is gonna be very short. Right, so. the break we didn't have. Girl, I feel like. I mean, the record us recording today was like, dang, we really recording today, huh? But like the actual, like we still talked about classically black stuff. We still had our regular meetings and stuff that we already had, yeah. so it didn't feel like much of a break. We just mm-hmm. weren't planning the show, but there are other aspects of classically black. So yeah, it really wasn't much of a break to be honest. It felt like, I mean, we didn't have to edit. That was kind of nice. Yeah. I really was like, wow, I really got to do this joint. I feel um, like it felt mostly the same just because I usually forget to edit anyway. And then I'd be like deep in my sheets on Sunday night and I'm like, dang it, I know I was forgetting something. That is the worst feeling. I, when I tell you, I, I really wish I was lying. I was I was laying in bed like early on a Monday morning. <laughs> and my I, I wish I was making up. My eyes popped open at 5 a.m. I was like, the episode. And I was like, Dang, this doesn't jump me controlling my life. It's really not even that deep. It's not even that deep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I really can't think of anything that I did specifically. I went to rehearsal and was able to come back home and not have to rush twice. Yeah, I had for Thursday nights free. I'm telling you, that white space on your calendar hit different. Like when you have nothing. <laughs> I need to. I need my whole schedule to look like that. For real. I mean, but I, I, my son, I, I try to keep my Sundays like that. There are certain certain days I really try to be selfish with. I, but I ain't free. Mm-hmm. If I offer you a Sunday, it's desperate. Like we we have to, like is. I still haven't gotten to that point yet because I procrastinate and then end up having to do stuff on Sunday. Mm. So, I but to be clear, I will. I can't have a like this Sunday. I have nothing on my calendar, but I have to practice. Yeah, you still I have, have to, to do edit. stuff. That's true. Yeah. 
but I'm not practicing. I don't put practice on my calendar because I, I need peace. So. Yeah, I tried that. It just, it just, it's too much. Like, yeah, because then it's no white space and that yeah. just gives me anxiety. Whenever you open your cam, your camera, you hear me? Your calendar, it's just block, 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 and it's just. Mm-mm. Yeah, especially like I when I when I wake up in the morning, one of the first things I do is like see like what do I have to do today, and like when you see that just piled up to the brim. It gives very much ghetto. It gives very much. <laughs> I'm working too hard and not making enough money. That part. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I really can't think of any. I really, it was life as usual. We're working on a project that's hopefully coming out soon. Who's next? Go, 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 go. So, stay twenty-one-eight. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean. I think that project replaced the stuff that we've been doing with Classic Black. So, felt the same. Right. And then, you know, side projects of trying fervently to make my exodus from this plot of land. But, <clears throat> I was I called the Jamaican embassy. I called two different embassies and got two different answers about Great. dual citizenship. So, I love that for me and Jamaica. And I realized that one of the things you must compromise it's customer service with Jamaicans, and any anything you've heard about going to a Jamaican restaurant is absolutely true. They, I was it just is, thinking about that the other day. I hate that. I hate yeah. that so much. But that's like every place you go to in Jamaica, almost. It's like you are interrupting them. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I, like I've thought about it. Annoying. Like, I understand. Like, people are like, yeah, it's just the way it is. I'm like, I understand that. I can't do it. I it cannot is, bring myself to hand my money to you. I can't do fit. it. It's very, and you know I got an attitude. It's very irritating. I asked, I asked, I asked the guy at the Chicago Embassy a question, and he said, "Like, can you say it again? I didn't understand." So I re-explained it. So then he explained it to me, and then he was like, "Do you understand now?" I'm like, "You are confused, Delaney." <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check my pride because. Jamaicans will Jamaicans every I think, I, I cannot think of a place that they don't they're not, they're not like that I cannot think of a I cannot and like even the way they greet you like what happened I don't like that like how can I help you like now <laughs> what's going on <laughs> like what do you mean what do you mean what's going on I don't know <laughs> Jesus wept I don't know well I mean a baby intermission would uh make up for the long everything else so I mean I'm ready to move on so you hear my mom blasting this gospel music over here <laughs> yeah that's my component of mics but you know we need well, some background music in this right. joint we so. need the Lord as much as we can turn it up No, actually <laughs> actually you want to move a little closer to her <laughs> like only God can save us I'm at this point at this point so <laughs> all right so we're doing a cute little um icebreakers episode um because you know so we thought this would be a one-on-one we got some new listeners or whatever we're not usually this chaotic actually yeah we are yeah. but like fresh start <laughs> yeah we thought we would um we thought we would do some icebreakers and stuff so um delaney and i are gonna just kind of free what's it called like kind of free ball some of these icebreakers. No, I don't think I was I was thinking that, but as a trifling thing to say, but you actually said it. Okay. 
I mean, I feel that had dual meaning, but you're catching my drift. Oh, I um, thought it only had one. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, then, Katy Perry. Whatever you and your man do in your free time, nothing to do with me. So, I know you did not just do that. You are actually irritating. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna do um a couple of these icebreakers so you can get to know the and I. I mean, and yeah, some of them will be classical music oriented, and some of them won't. Fresh start, one on one. We want to go first. Me or you? Um, I can go first. I like the first one because <laughs> it's relevant to what we have going on right now. Do you like working from home, or would you rather be in an office, or is there a balance? Of both that you like best I think it's a balance I like the I like the balance because and also like, I'm in a different space so that helps like I once I left my Rochester apartment like how do I describe my Rochester apartment think of a box okay no okay to be for, for real think of like a master bedroom I think it's about the size of that like I had a very small apartment so when I started I know I'm being dramatic I had two rooms in the bathroom but when I started the the quarantine it was like such a small space so I just had I was like looking at the same four things and never ever leaving and then I went home to Chicago and now I just live in normalcy and so now that I'm in Memphis I have a way bigger apartment and also I get to leave like I go to rehearsals so the balance of that has helped a lot everything is not at my house so I like both and I think I've been very vocal about I kind of in the end want to work for myself so um yeah I like that balance okay I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T do you know what that means what a time yeah I mean you know me if I could get a house if I had the house that I wanted to obviously not here but like if I had like if I lived alone and I had like a backyard that had what I wanted back there. I could, I would never leave my house. Yeah, the, you sent me something, and one of the options you could only pick two. But one of the options were like, you get a new house, but you can never move or sell Don't, it. Yeah, the only thing about never moving is like, you know, obviously this country is going up in flames, so that, you know. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, if Man, I can never, yeah, I guess. But if I can never move again. I would absolutely love that. <laughs> I'm really bad with parameters. Like, what you mean I can never move again? That's that's okay. gonna make me want to move. But I just mean like, that's what I would want anyway. To be honest, like I don't because mm. like my going to college was my first time moving. I hate moving, Girl. just in general. Not even just like moving homes, but just the concept in general. Moving is, and just then yes, yeah. don't like I hate it. it. And also, I moved twice within, like, six weeks. My uncle moved all my stuff from Rochester, and then we moved all my stuff, like, three-quarters of my stuff to Memphis. This right here? Just my fingers up and down? Hate it. <clears throat> don't like it. Okay, so. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like a mix. I mean, especially because with my job, like, when I was in the office, we was getting lunch, like, three, four days a week. So, <laughs> things like that. But, like, a, like not having to commute stuff yeah Mm -hmm. for sure i mean i will be honest i don't like taking lessons online and i don't (laughs) i'm still enrolled so (laughs) (laughs) 
like and I was telling Delaney before, like my teacher's great. Like I really I really do like my teacher. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say his name because it's no longer Mr. Taylor. But my teacher's great. But I don't like taking lessons online because it's just difficult and also lessons online? Mm-hmm. But you know what hurts online? I mean you can't do that, but I mean, because I was like <laughs> we were meant to do like a you record your part type thing. And I once we got off the phone with them, I I, I like text the fellows. I'm like, okay, so one thing I'm not finna do <laughs> is, is that raggedy mess. So put a mask on. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. We're all sitting Super at home. Spreader, Katie. No, okay. <laughs> we are all we we are all new to Memphis and don't know nobody. So there's no point in there's no point in in us like we don't be at like the people I know down here I still haven't seen so it's like I literally stay in my house there's no point in us not rehearsing in person I'm not I'm and also those projects are more worth work than they're worth recording something and having to put it together having to get a perfect take I'm not doing it and that's also like just not even the same yeah and then for the Memphis Symphony like they take our temperature and junk and we social distance so it's like Hmm. but we haven't started like orchestra rehearsals that's not for they started i don't play for like another two weeks i think right best for last so great okay but this Them also other people after this other yep. funny how yep. this other well let's just move on to the second question because everything, that needs, to be other said, everything people... that needs to be said has been said so next question all right but there's other but, people but, but I'm like i said but don't do that <laughs> <laughs> you're annoying <laughs> I said period. Not I said I'm period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so sick of it. Let's not. <laughs> the moderators they are to just there for us. decoration. I mean, simply. I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, they could have had me up there. I'm too good. I'll be like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a calm click. Your mic has been turned off. <laughs> I mean, turn the mics off. I don't understand. Like Where are they when find it, these people, at? and then I'm like, girl, how many times are you gonna say thank you, Vice President? How many times? If it did not work the first time, why would it work the seventh, eighth, ninth time you say it? He don't care. And also, that really irritated me because the fact that the rules didn't apply to him. It's like I, I don't, I just don't like that. Like he, like it, it was from the rip, and because I noticed at first, like I'm not, I'm not gonna say whatever, but like Kamala was following the rules until she realized that the rules weren't that he wasn't following the rules and then she started going over her time too but, but she it's never like, went over as as much as he, he did was, she was yeah. still like mostly very respectful if she said thank you to her like she would um maybe go over like a sentence or two you yeah, know he was just like he was just <clears throat> and so that's a, i feel like there's very stark differences there about who can take up space and who can't yeah and who thinks they deserve to take up space and i think it's not immediately off. So about you said they need to just cut his mic off because how you gonna go over and then uh when 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 Kamala said something he was like oh I'm a I'm a response to that and she was like no we gotta move on and she was like okay 15 seconds I'm like that's when you first messed up why would you already said no why would you give him 15 seconds and then he was like oh I'm gonna need more than that what? yeah I heard that I was like what and, and then you go to him first on the next question 
girl i was like get this lady out of here get her and also there's here. no rules like I, and she was like you would, uh, they need to make better rules but it doesn't matter they just move the line after that but right, it's like so. you you ask a new question and then you go i'm gonna circle back to the old question and that's when the mic needs to come off no you will not i will turn your mic back on when you are ready to answer the question that i asked you okay okay he starts screaming okay <laughs> no, okay mr covid sprinkler <laughs> Because you, cough- you want them type of mics, you ain't gonna hear him. You hear the coughing in the background. Mm-hmm. Jesus wept. We're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> we are screwed. Oh, <clears throat> what a disaster! Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna skip down. I'll probably go back up later. Okay. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And how about what? <laughs> no, you know, I remember I don't remember anything. Maybe like one one classical music related and one not. Katie okay. No, I'll just make something up. Cause <laughs> Um, cause I honestly do not be not I don't be listening to people. I just don't be remembering stuff. So Oh, you meant like pick a different question? <laughs> Not even pick a good, different question. I mean, here I got my practice journal right here, so that's good. Maybe it's something in here because I honestly I just don't remember stuff. <laughs> like, mm. um, yep. no, I really don't. I really don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> my mind is blank, so. Okay, we can come back. I'll ask a different one. I'm gonna ask one from the same uh from the same category that you Okay, be honest. How often do you work from bed? Mm, honestly, I mean I just got a desk in here. So I try not Where's to your desk from? Girl, Facebook Marketplace. A while ago. You met someone in person to get a desk? No, my mama did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was there, but this was a long, this was a couple months ago. It was downstairs, but when I, no, it was this was way back in March actually when we first got back because I was like, because I have a de- I had a desk in my apartment and I was like, I need, I cannot be working in my bed or at the dining room table in this house full mm. of people, you know. Mm. So I was like, I really need this, and then um, yeah, I br- I just brought it up here like a week or two ago. So now I try not to work in my bed because we all know how that goes. Mm. But um, if I have an early morning class. Well, actually, no, not always. If I have a class, I don't turn my camera on. Yeah, I'm in the bed. Um, I never work from my bed, but that doesn't make me innocent because I'm always working say, from my couch. I was about to say, is she okay? Productive, yeah. Katie? No, actually, <laughs> trying to get back to that. So I used to be productive, but um, my table, you know, I'm short, and my table is like stools. I thought it looked cute, but it's not like the best. I don't. If we have like a Zoom thing or whatever, I'll sit there. But um, I'm only work for my couch. I'm very much a couch person. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna switch one up to be classical music. So there's one that is like a decades question. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask that for classical music because if you ask me what was composed in the 1860s, 70s, 80s, 90s, couldn't tell you. Like what yeah. you know. After so, intimate, everything go. Bl- 
go blank. So. Okay. So I'm going to ask in terms of like eras, if you had to, which uh, like era of classical music do you uh, love most and why? So I'm not going to include medieval. Who cares? Because <laughs> like, girl, what? <laughs> uh, Baroque, classical, romantic, what? Everything after that. <laughs> That's not fair, but I mean, I'm low key torn because okay, I'm gonna say romantic because that's really the the I like I just like richness, I like I just like that that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Smetna's on notice for me. Like, I really will never forgive him, and if I see him, it's on sight. Like, I would never forgive him for those viola parts, but that. I mean I was gonna say like kind of after because a lot of like there is some good music after I'm not talking about like you know concerto for running water and in a in a fork but I'm talking about like performing it tonight when I do the dishes <laughs> yeah, yeah come on composer what else you gonna what else what you gonna write okay um but I'm talking about like you know Walton Viola Concerto was written after that you know stuff like that you know what I'm saying also like your you know I stand some Blue Cathedral what'd you say your fave the Strindendo you are absolute trash <laughs> like you are trash also like um a lot of Hailstorks music you wouldn't lie back then you know what I'm saying so um period yeah, I would say similar, like uh, like right after Romantic was uh, was cute, you know, like Romantic and then Bleeding Over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really might could do that before y'all got to, to ping pong, bing bong, whatever. Yeah, but like, I will say like. Thrown down the stairs. I mean, there's a top, you know, a place for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, And like I said, I, to me, new music is fun, is more enjoyable to play than it is to listen to. Yeah, I will say that as well. I mean, but there are also like there are always exceptions. Like, what's his name? Um, Carlos Simon hasn't missed yet, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So for real, and I, um, and um, and maybe you know I got some animosity uh, towards because I'm doing atonal theory, which I'm doing math. Um, right. I just don't understand why y'all. Actually, let's not get into it because I was definitely on on this desk uh till two o'clock in the morning last night and still got two questions wrong so anyway and i remember the first thing the answer i got wasn't even one of the choices i was like so this is how tonight's <laughs> gonna go <laughs> but i eventually i got it i got it i got it but yeah i'm playing some philip glass right now but it's like that minimalist stuff it's not like the atonal like I'm telling it's you, just they, like they, when you play the same thing over and over and over and over and over again for 20 minutes Philip Glass is a finesse. Cause if I did some junk like that, I guarantee I would have gotten F. Right. You just command C, command V, command C, command V, over and over and over. Again. Right. <laughs> nah, he finessing y'all, and y'all fell for it. <laughs> Period. A king, if I've ever seen one. But you know, I was about the other day. Not y'all. Had you you learned about that piece, like the first the the first like whatever computer to ever um, sing. You remember learning about that? Mm-mm. There was it was like a huge like revolution. It was a computer that sang that song. Um, let me look it up. I remember learning about that because I remember. Uh, 
Yep, I am I B M. You see me? I'm not even freaking dyslexic. I just said I am B. I B M seven zero nine four. Um in nineteen sixty one became the first computer to sing. That song is low key lit. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer, do. And I was thinking, I was just sitting there thinking like, wow, y'all really taught this instead of teaching by William Grant still. The audacity is incredible. Y'all were like, actually, this computer, we're gonna give him the credit. Wow, wonderful, love that for us. Okay, what about showers? Do you prefer morning or night? Oh, night. You know me. I definitely prefer morning. Okay. Next. Delaney, I want to like you after this. So, what? What you mean what? I don't understand that. I mean, no, I do understand people who shower in the morning. I understand, like, it helps you wake up and that sort of thing. I do get that. However, I wouldn't need so help wake, so much help waking up if I were sleeping. So, <laughs> but also I think also ties into I'm very much a morning person. Mm-hmm. I'm very much like I'm, I just wake up looking stupid like every morning at six thirty, just looking dumb, just just there. And also it's just like when you get you just took a shower. And you okay, but sheets. that is unmatched because sometimes I do that at night and it's like you it's do your like, body scrub, you put a body scrub on and then you hmm. you put your shower conditioner. Listen, that is an elite combination. And then you getting your sheets. Period. Okay, so mine. Okay, if you had to delete all but three apps from your phone, which ones would you keep? Okay, what apps am I going to keep? One, two, three. Okay, I'm going to keep. Okay, oh, you know what? This is easy. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep. My calendar. Oh, that counts. Oh, don't it? Cause you use Google Calendar, yeah, so Google technically, calendar, so it's another. Oh, app. but no. Let me look at my phone because it's on my computer. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna keep the Notes app though because I definitely use the Notes app on my phone way more than I use it on my computer. So I'm gonna keep the Notes app. Wait, those count? Like the apps that come on your phone are count too? Cause I was excluding those, like messages, you know. <laughs> Email. Oh, I guess not. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, I'm definitely keeping Twitter because that's my news source. <laughs> I'm going to keep... Um, man, I really have no other desire. I was going to say notes, Google, and <laughs> and Twitter. Um, I'm trying to see. IG has been kind of boring to me lately. But I guess IG... Cause like everything else. Oh, and YouTube. I love YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, I was gonna like leave off some stuff that I wasn't that I can access on my computer, but also some stuff it is convenient to have on your phone. But Twitter, you already know me. Twitter is thing. Like regardless, Twitter is thing. Um, I want to say. Oh, another one that's easy. My bank. Um, oh, I need that kind of negativity in my life. Okay, <laughs> I I exclusively use mobile deposit though. So, see, my, Nikki was making fun of me for that. I don't like mobile deposit because I don't like still having a check in my hand. I like putting it in a um, and there's no chase here. So I opened the Bank of America. 
Cause I like putting the, I like I just, putting it in the thing. You know, I so. gotta get up out my house, go to the ATM. It was like, yeah, that's true. But I do, yeah, I do have a lot. I mean, I use my old checks as uh, um, bookmarks. <laughs> so okay, like the, like the envelope at least. Oh, like, I see. Not yeah, um, but what I have one more. I mean, I guess YouTube. I was gonna say Google Drive, but because I do use Google Drive on my phone, but I'm gonna say YouTube because mm. I use it more on my computer than I do uh, YouTube. Cool. What's your favorite breakfast food? You're not a breakfast person. I'm not. I really like. I don't think that breakfast is nasty, but there are very few breakfast foods, breakfast foods that I really really like. Mm-hmm. But I do really like a parfait, yogurt with some granola, some strawberries, and some blueberries. Blueberries, like, put a little banana in there if you want to, a little sprinkle of cinnamon, you know what I'm saying? Oh, dang, okay, dang. It's <laughs> <laughs> a leap, period. Um, my favorite breakfast food... This is hard, because I do, like, every, I go, I go when I go through my moods... For breakfast, I be rocking with breakfast heavy. But I rarely eat breakfast. I don't eat fast in the morning. But when I'm finna do something like tomorrow, I'm gonna eat breakfast. A breakfast taco. You know I love tacos. Tacos are my favorite food, period. So anytime you can have tacos, probably breakfast tacos. <gasps> no, Delaney, you know what my favorite breakfast food is? Actually, period. Between two things. Now I'm thinking. It's gonna either be a chicken biscuit, you know, vegan, of course. You know, vegan chicken biscuit. Or a, a sausage um muffin check it right you get your english muffin get your vegan sausage get your vegan cheese and then here we go here we go grape jelly oh, that's a lead with a with a latte oat milk okay with a little bit of with a little bit of caramel <laughs> you don't need nothing else that's your day right there. You ain't eat nothing else for the day. You would be like, you know what? God is good. Um, what's my turn? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's my turn. Okay, so I'm gonna pick. I don't. How many white men are on Mount Rushmore? Is it four? I guess. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. I don't even. Know, I don't. Know, it's Lincoln, Washington. I'm not embarrass myself. I mean, those are not the facts that apply to me. Know. So actually, <laughs> that's not an embarrassment. Jefferson was he a president or was he with a you know what let me not even finish that <laughs> let me not even finish that Girl, who you asking I'm it's gonna be let's do with the kite that's Thomas care. Jefferson that's... Franklin who are you talking about <laughs> Benjamin Franklin yeah discovered electricity I mean it's probably a black is that, that you mean Thomas Edison Not you looking at me confused. No, because I was just because I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what no, did Jefferson do? I thought Thomas Jefferson. He was either he was something. He he signed the Constitution or whatever. He didn't invent he didn't invent electricity. No, that's Thomas Edison, girl. Oh, I think so. Well, now now you listen. The white man's <laughs> history is nothing to me. So because y'all, it's been known to lie. So. That I mean, yeah, because apparently, about, yeah. So the slaves came over here and agreed to work for. This <laughs> is like so. They were so nice. They agreed to work for free. You believe that? 
like I can't believe I mean I can believe an actual history textbook wow so I mean you could believe him when that man really sat on that stage with that fly in his hair and said that systematic racism doesn't exist which and somebody was like y'all talking about y'all did the most to help black people if system if systemic racism don't exist what y'all helping them with why we need help then uh, right dummy he's so stupid uh, but don't even get me started on that yeah let's not even get started because girl i can go all night all night so my chest right and tight. also so, so could he right you ask him a question about something he'll go all night or about the opposite <laughs> I tweeted it around me at that audition I went to where I had the wrong excerpts learned. That's exactly what he, that's exactly what he was doing. Thomas Jefferson, the president was Thomas Jefferson. Oh, he made a deal with Napoleon. How he'd like to get some elbow room. You remember that? Elbow room. I remember elbow room, room, but I don't remember anything else on there. Yeah, it's four of them white men on there. Um so the question is if you could add anyone to Mount Rushmore who would it be you could either add one composer or musician or replace all four can we replace all four yeah I mean, it just depends on how many picks you want they have, they have to all be composers composer musician actually no those are two people in general okay I'm oh. with all them white men it's people in general it might not be no composers that make it up there for me so okay how about how about how many of them have to be a composer one okay i'm removing all of them and i'm replacing it <laughs> okay okay let me, let me let me be let me be for real <laughs> let me be serious okay i'm replacing the first one all right so boom i'm replacing the first one with okay, I, I guess I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do MLK for the for the culture. I'm gonna do MLK. I'm gonna do Cardi B. Then, <laughs> then I'm gonna do um, <laughs> not doubled over. Then I'm gonna do uh, it's hard. No, I'm for real about the first two. MLK, Cardi B. Then I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna let me get the composer out of the way. I'm gonna do William Grant still. And then the last one I'm trying to be I'm trying to behave. The last one Shirley Chisholm. Girl, that's gonna be my first one. Okay. okay. Ooh, I did so that. I we overla- that. We overlapping. I ate that up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we overlap. So I was gonna do Shirley Chisholm, um, and then uh, for my composer, I'll do Harry T. Burley. Um, because I was trying to get. I don't know. I was trying to get somebody, especially because the whole spiritual thing. I think mm-hmm. that's why I want to put him up there. Um. Beyonce is going up, which means I only have one spot left. Which my instinct is, of course, Stevie Wonder. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put Stevie Wonder up there too. That's cute, right? I picked William Grant still because 
like he just did a lot for black people in classical music but uh carrie t Burley's definitely like be my second choice okay <gasps> you know who i really need to put up there though the guy who sings that song look at the coon okay that is my song i i literally purchased it on itunes i <laughs> <laughs> have been listening to it on a consistent basis i follow him on instagram also, I, Cardi B is appropriate to me because she's one of the people that fulfills y'all little fake American dream. She started from absolutely nothing, worked her butt off, and now she's rich. And so rich, her money works for her. Period. And she pays millions of dollars in taxes, something that our president cannot relate Who's to. President? Unfortunately, we're Americans, so. Mm-hmm for long okay um you the president i elected at least so i mean i did my part so, so. <sighs> i just lost mine okay if you could be guaranteed one thing in life besides money what would it be the machine that they <laughs> use to print money no i'm just kidding <laughs> okay Okay, the clink. <laughs> that <ad. laughs> Right, which I can print some money, bail myself out. No, I'm just playing. Okay. <laughs> Dang, why did it take? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Like a tangible thing? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, health, I guess. Mm-hmm. Health is a good one. I think I would say happiness because life could just slap you in your face. That's why I asked tangible because that wasn't mm-hmm. going to be my my answer. But yeah, but I I, I would assume like health, especially physical and mental. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it would just like oh yeah, it's like yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is not even on here, but this is a question that I saw before that I was like um. Hmm. What is something that you would choose over true love? Over true love? Or like something, yeah, something that you would choose, something that you would not sacrifice for true love. Oh, that's a different question. I get, well, I mean, I guess like. I mean, it, it sa- I think it reads differently, but at the end of the day, like, it's not like, would you choose money over true love? It's like, what, is there something that you would choose over true love? Because when I think, sorry. Of, when, I thought, when I heard, sorry, then that is a different question. I asked it wrong. I meant, what is something that you would sacrifice true love for? That's oh, I, okay. yeah. Because those are two different really questions. Really about to say money, girl. I would rather be rich, okay? <laughs> trillionaire because the gag is <laughs> that is my true the life. gag is i could buy whatever i want <laughs> um, yeah no i asked the question wrong because those definitely are two totally different questions <laughs> so that's hard because if it's true love i feel like oh my god what would, what would you wait what let's say true out of it because i think it was just love but like i mean i guess any love like is it Oh, I would I would never sacrifice peace for love. Cause a lot of y'all be in love with 
I'm mad. That was my exact answer when I answered it. I said peace of mind. Peace of mind. Because when you used, okay, I, I think I was overthinking it. Because when you said true love, I'm like, this is my person. Like, this yeah. is like me. Well, when you say love, a lot of people love people who they not supposed to be loving. Yeah, I'm so, mad yeah. the, the way I, I'm mad I asked, asked the wrong question just a whole roundabout way. But that's exactly what I said. I said peace of mind. Because nothing is yeah. worth it. Nothing, nothing is worth it. Nothing. That. And that's that's the one thing that people go to, like when they say they were like, "Oh well, you're gonna be alone if you don't X Y Z." And it's like, that's not a threat. <laughs> it's not. Like it's really not. I'd rather be alone and happy than well, exactly. And also, I've just been a lot of people. I've just been witnessing celebrity or close to me go through relationships, and I'd be like, "You, just, you just doing this?" <laughs> like. You just, just not mandatory. I just like I cannot imagine. Like I pray, I just pray not because it's like dust settles, baby. It's like I don't understand. Like you just be treated, be spoken to any old way. Like be miserable just so you could be like MCM girl. If you don't, and I know it's, I don't know a lot of these situations are very nuanced, and I don't want to make light of that. If you could go to Mars, would you? Why or why not? Mm-mm, I don't know what's over there. Okay, I will say one of the things one of the things I did do on the break is is get into a lot of rabbit holes on YouTube, and one of them was space exploration, because I got there because of the Venus thing. I heard that some some people were making speculations that Venus used to look like Earth before you know the it started cooking itself, like like what we got going on here. So look alive for as long as we can but um so they were talking about colonizing colonizing the moon and i was like okay so y'all love colonization could use any other word but you picked colonization they're literally making plans but the the real plans are really to like do the mars thing and about how it will work and like what it will look like and like actual plans for it have people go to mars and like the space suits you would need to live there i'm like i'm gonna be the one person with a defective suit and now i'm gasping for air okay. and like I, this is like too much unknown for me like first of all we were we all saw the video of the spaceship exploding before they even it even got off the ground that one time like whatever like I, it's too much variables also i don't like the idea of just floating around like there's no down we just Space. Oh, there goes my toothpaste. <laughs> like I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I also watch what's that Canadian, um, that Canadian uh space person astronaut. Forgot his name, Chris Hardwick or something like that. I don't know. I don't but know he, astronauts besides Matt Jemison. <laughs> period. But I watched a whole bunch of videos that he did. Or maybe it's, and let me not keep guessing. But some dude named Chris. He from Canada. He this oh. space walks and junk. Very popular astronaut and he um was describing space and how you have to hook yourself down to sleep and stuff and and hook yourself down to use the bathroom and i'm just like and then it takes like eight months to get to mars maybe yeah something like that i'm like that makes me too uncomfortable the whole time nobody was thinking hey maybe it's none of our business what's going on over there i mean and that's why i'm not an explorer because something simply aren't my business it's just not i have no desire to know I just have no desire to ever set foot on Mars. And, like, also when you get to Mars, like, everything is, like, frozen. So you have to, like, dig and, like, you got to figure out how to grow food up there. So now, but you done lost your seeds on the way. So now you just, I feel like the things that could go wrong are immense. Immense. Like, 
like people who be exploring i just don't understand like my my cousin was talking about this the other day um she was in mexico and her airbnb like she went to visit a bat cave like to explore a bat cave but it wasn't even like oh this is a bat like you know come toward this bat cave it was just a bat cave that some guy found and was like hey let's go see it like it was not even like a structured bat cave tour like like how you go towards the volcanoes when you go to hawaii like it was just like i was walking in the forest found this bat cave you want to go see it and i was like what so i was like yeah i'm i'm not curious about anything so you see how dumb i look but also i mean i also watched those i started watching these people called kara and nate on youtube and i actually really love their channel i really love their channel i mean they travel they travel for a living um and they've been to like 100 countries but i i I like them a lot i mean I'm not gonna say that, but I liked them a lot. And the reason I found them is because I was doing all that research on go- visiting Antarctica, and some of the stuff that they were doing, I'm like, I wouldn't, I would never do that ever. You just, you just in a in a little raft and and what's one big old whale's called? What's that called? The big old blue whale? Is it? That's what it is. The one with the with the weird looking mouth, and it's like the size of a school bus. I think the blue whale is the biggest whale, but I don't know the humpback whale. Mm-hmm. I don't know, girl. But just swimming next to them, I'm the like, well. you're not gonna just, huh? Is it the welly well? You just not go okay. You're not just gonna be swimming next to me and be and be the size of 74 school buses just yeah. underneath me. Like and, what? And then they went on. They spent the night on some sheet of ice, literally on some sheet of ice. And okay, it was an island, but whatever. And it's like seals and junk just there, and penguins. You don't know what nothing about the penguins. You don't know if they aggressive or not. Nah. I'm not that adventurous. And also, you're underneath the planet. That don't sit right with me. I don't like that. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. We're an hour in. I'm going to do, like, one more each. Okay. Dang, okay. One more, now the pressure's on. Or maybe, I don't know. We can see. Okay, never. Hey, do you play any instruments? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Mine plays me. Thanks for asking. Anyway. If you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be? I know what I'm choosing. <laughs> Except for practicing Delaney. Dang. If, okay, I know my other thing. Go ahead. You're annoying. If I could eliminate one thing from my daily routine. That's hard because it look be changing every day. I don't know. I I don't like all the stuff that I do. You go first, and I'll see if I can come up with something. Well, when you said instead instead of practicing, I was gonna say okay, thinking about the base. But then okay. I was like okay, something else. And I was gonna say waking up, and I was like that means death. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So let me think of something else. You look at my calendar. Oh, I, I know what it is. Washing the dishes. I wash the dishes every day, and I hate it. So. Oh, you know I don't really mind washing dishes. I put a little podcast on. I'll be in my little zone. It's just annoying because I always wash them at the end of the day. Because if you don't, then sometimes I have to wash them twice a day because looking at dishes in the sink is a trigger for some people. Um. So yeah, and I wash the dishes for four people, and it's very annoying. So oh my god, why are you all, you the only one who washes dishes? 
Yeah, my mom might occasionally, if she's like cooking like something big, she might mm. wash as she's going. But yeah, I wash the dishes. It's just annoying really should, because it's like I'll yeah. be like ready to go to bed and I walk in the kitchen and it's a whole sink of dishes. It's annoying. That's annoying. Me and my mom beef about that every time I go home. I mean, now we don't. Now she. And it's like, I understand because I don't pay rent here and I'm an adult. So, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she's like, I had a dishwasher <laughs> in mm-hmm. my apartment. So, this is ghetto. <laughs> I have a dishwasher. I don't use it. It literally just sits there. Yeah, I we, like washing by hand. We have one, but it's old. So, it's like not really like it functions, but like not the way it, it ought to. So, mm. yeah, my mom will always be for me because I don't understand why everyone can't just wash their respective things. And that's how she tried to set it up. But then she was like, but if they don't, then you'll just finish it. I'm like, so what is the what is the incentive for anybody to do it if they know I'm just going to do it at the end of the day? And that's why nobody does. I mean, to keep it a buck, I wouldn't. I might rinse it out for you. Wow. Dang. If I knew you were going to do it, actually, no, I actually wouldn't. Because then I'll be like, yeah. I'll feel bad knowing me. I'll be like. Also, I don't mind washing dishes. There are other things for my daily routine. Laundry, actually, it's not a daily routine because I just wait till the last pot. If you know me, I can't put into words how much I detest doing laundry. I think it's really my fault because I always wait to the last minute, which means it is always a bigger chore than it needs to be. And then I don't be want to put it away, so it just be on that little chair. You everybody know that little chair. Like that's the I last it, step of laundry. Because I said laundry's not that bad, but I realized my laundry. I just I, it'll just be I actually don't think I ever put up my line no I did I did I, but sometimes I just be wearing it as it comes and then wait till yeah, it's dirty I mean, again in Rochester I would just be man <laughs> but I yeah it's not a daily routine because I'm like I just if I just hate I will wash 50 million toilets before I did laundry I just I don't know what it is I just don't like doing laundry. I like washing dishes I'm telling you all right well come on over here and they like the and my water pressure all good here because you know Rochester was a little spotty. But here. <laughs> I don't know what it is about here. It's to say they like something that you hate doing, <laughs> but it's just like I mean, I wouldn't be like, hmm, what's, what can I wash? Yeah, like, it's not like, <laughs> like just going in the uh, going in the cabinet, taking out plates, <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> <can> wash them. <laughs> like, no, nah, that's not like that, but like. I never I don't mind doing them okay, Dipping them in mud outside Just so you can wash them uh, Okay Okay I'm gonna find One more You really didn't You didn't really uh, Answer my advice question I don't remember Katie Everything that anybody says to me Goes in one ear and out the other oh. I don't remember anything that's ever been said to me some of these questions are like self-explanatory. Like one of them was like, "Are you a homebody or a traveler?" Delaney, if I could never go anywhere ever again, like <laughs> <laughs> I would gladly do that. Like for real. Like okay, if you could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be? But let's make it more interesting. So if you could, let's let's do like if you could instantly become an expert in like one aspect of your of your playing. And then, in general, my playing. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Anyway, um, 
know, I guess my first instinct was intonation. That's definitely mine. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like it's yeah, I feel like cause even if you having good having perfect intonation would make even playing for fun better because if it just sounds bad, you know, mm-hmm. like you can't even like as a musician you can't just turn that off. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I would say intonation. And then in general, an expert at anything, maybe something like investing, so I could just be rich. <laughs> Mhm. And my money just keeps multiplying. Mhm. I'll become an expert in the French language because I'm really getting tired of forgetting words. <laughs> okay, me um sitting on a stack of 3 trillion dollars. Wait, wait. No. <laughs> I can speak French. <laughs> oh. Well, this was fun. Oh dang, there's more parts of the show. I forgot about that. Yup. We're almost there though. Hope you have a piece of the week. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence where we have you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. I remembered that. And I remembered the intro, which I didn't was not sure about. See about the outro. We'll see. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Today this week I'm talking about Jonathan Bingham. 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 Is it Bingham or Bingham? Bingham, I think. Bingham, Jonathan Bingham, composer extraordinaire. Uh, Jonathan is a composer who has been recognized for his use of electronic and acoustic instrumentation. He has written music for film, commercial, and has received requests to write for numerous other ensembles. He's Come collaborated with numerous artists. You said what? Come on, in demand. In demand. What a feeling. Jonathan has collaborated with numerous artists such as filmmakers, painters, and has worked and oh and has worked premiered internationally in concert halls, cinemas, and playhouses. Jonathan received the Vincent L. LaGuardia Award in composition, leading to a residency at the Arafo Arapaho Get I'm sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> Arapaho Philharmonic in 2016. Between 2016 and 2018, he premiered two orchestral works and obtained a subsequent residency with the Boulder Symphony. Jonathan's recent works include his Concerto for Violin and Orchestra, commissioned by the Boulder Symphony, and his upcoming The Lessons of History, based on the book, for the multi-string quartet in folk. Jonathan holds a degree in composition from Howard University. Shout out to Richard. Shout out to Ariel. Period. H U. You know. I need to go there. Let me relax. (laughs) And New York University, having studied with Anthony Randolph and Justin Dello Hoyo. Hoyo, respectively. He continues to work between New York and Los Angeles. Shout out to you, Jonathan. I'll be looking at his website. He has like recordings and explanations of his pieces and stuff on there. So can check out Jonathan and his work commission him you know what I'm saying do what you gotta do do what it does period period okay, um, piece of the week yep so you know I was trying to scrape together a piece of the week when I tell y'all I do not be listening to classical music at the rate that I do that I used to um and I'm trying to do something that I would never done before I mean they aren't changing in classical music at the rate that they are too so everything's balancing so um, but actually, the piece of the week is going to be a little different because the actual piece, there's no recording of it. So I'm just going to link like 
the like the background on this composer's album mm-hmm. um but it's a piece that i'm playing it's by a composer named nabate isles it's called lessons it's for uh just for solo bass it was written for my teacher and i'm playing it and um and oh perfect you can link your recording well it has not happened so the only okay, reason why well, i'm actually even reco- considering recording it is because there is no recording well, we look forward to that. Well, we'll see what I do. So you take the timestamp, we'll ladies and gentlemen, we'll see and people what listening. I decide because actually, if we're talking about recording, your recital from April 2019 still has not been released. So upon the release of that recital, I think we do gl- a. I will gladly perfect. Release. We can do a joint release. Well, yeah, as long as you release everything except for the part of your recital I was on, great. Yeah, we'll do a joint release. Well, no, Can't right. wait. This we'll is be joint as so in cute. I'll be right after you. So and joint it's only as fair. in if you've had if you've had over a year to mm-hmm. not release yours, then you contact me next year about this. Okay, sure, great. So, but you have to release yours. So also, first. we're in quarantine, so time well, really has no but meaning. Had, but you know, so. we can. So, but I mean, we really should. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll we'll have a joint release. Well, no, um, because Delaney really going first because the youth shall you. lead. Doesn't really seem. What you say? Doesn't really seem as fair to me as it is to you. Oh no, please, your obedient servant. But no, so don't worry about it. But mm-mm. no, no, please, I want well, you to just be as comfortable as well, you can. I'm so well, excited. Well, if you for wanted this. that, then you would release yours first. Because we've but, been asking for quite a while, so. Okay, but I think that yeah, people but, people want us to do it together. Well, so I feel like I actually don't think there's any evidence of that. I feel like there's plenty of evidence well, of that. Well, go ahead and let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will link you that will with what? your recording. Yeah, sure you will. I'll be checking. I will. I'll set a reminder now so I remember. Okay, go ahead. While you do that, thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. We have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermittent suggestion. Send to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.